This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, my cat-loving friends. Have you ever heard the cliche, fighting like cats and dogs? Some people are surprised when they're able to integrate dogs, sometimes easier than cats. And we have an expert with us today, Arden Moore. She is one of our favorite people. Upon hearing her speak at a pet sitting conference, I told Rita, I need her to be my friend. She has a podcast on Pet Life Radio called Oh Behave. She's written a couple of dozen of books. She's certified fear-free. She has a vet-approved pet first aid CPR safety course and a sought-after speaker and guest who has blessed us with her time, and we are so grateful. So I'm going to quit talking. We're going to listen to a word from our sponsor, and then we're going to share Arden with you. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I am your co-host, Linda Hall, here with my ever-lovely BFF, Rita Reimers. Uh, I think we've gone to the dogs today, Linda. I think we have. In a good way, in a good way. As Arden oh. sits there surrounded by, I think I lost track, there's four or five dogs that are sitting with her and a cat, of course. You all who are Casey. watching the video will see this, but Arden has per- perfectly posed one, two, three dogs. There might be another one behind her, I'm not sure. Four dogs, yes. Oh, yes. oh there's one. And her cat, Casey. More on the floor. Yeah, you should take a screenshot of this because it's. I would love this. If yes. I don't have any more hands. Let me see. Can I do that? I mean, I can definitely get it from the video when we're done, but let yeah. me see if yes. I can just yeah. do this. Yeah, we definitely will. Because that is perfect. Like, look for the next perfect. cover photo. The next cover photo for Arden's book. <laughs> right? <laughs> the next book. Say something, so, Arden. I just did speaker view so I can get a photo of just. It is so nice to be a guest on your show, uh, Rita and Linda. I am uh, house-sitting my sister's three dogs plus my two, and, of course, the coolest cat in America, pet safety cat, Casey, the fifth dog on the orthopedic bed. You have quite a house full. like it. And I love dog-cat friendship. In my backyard, it's only 200 square feet, so we make efficient use of space. But as you can see, they're all pretty chilled out. Yeah. Well, really that's are. what I was thinking. We've got all those animals in 200 that? square feet peacefully. So, and even when you're not sitting for someone else's animals, you've got a little zoo of your own naturally, right? Yeah. And a lot of it is dealing with your energy yes, and giving out good resources and making sure you come first. Yes, that's true. 
Casey goes, yes. C comes before D. So all treats are given to kitties first. And make sure oh. kids levels to get the treats so they can eat without stress and let the admiring dogs watch the king or queen of felines and then have them go in a sit and give them a treat because cats don't care about rank because they already run the show. But dogs do. Dogs want to know, am I a private? Am I a sergeant? Am I a captain? Where am I in this ranking? And so in my household, cats are captains and dogs are privates. And I love dogs. I love that. It's very clean, concise, and consistent. And everybody knows where they are and the pack. How do you communicate that when a new dog or cat comes into your household, which I know you've added some? Right. And it's slow. Take slow baby steps. You don't just bring in a new cat or puppy or dog and say, hey, everybody make friends. You know, you kind of sequester them for a little bit. They're scared. Pets learn when they feel safe. So have them in a bedroom or in a closed area. Let them get used to you. Let them get used to smelling, hearing another pet in the house before introducing them face to face. And always do it when they're hungry, like at mealtime or something like that. And I've been doing this all my life. And the truth about cats and dogs is they can be really, really, really good friends. Kona, pet safety dog Kona, and pet safety cat Casey are best friends. Casey, come here. I love you, buddy. He's got a very comfortable bed. He could sit on my lap. I'm letting Casey be Casey. Yes. And obviously, he's not stressing out these other dogs who are just very happy to be on a comfy couch. Did Casey know those dogs before you came over to dogs? Had he met them before? Besides um, Casey, these obviously. These are my sister's dogs. Right. So Casey, when I moved to Texas several years ago, he got to live with a couple of them. And I'm in my own house. My sister's vacationing. And she dropped the dogs off at my house. So Casey knows these guys. Didn't know a couple of them. But again, slow introductions, one-on-one. You don't want a whole pack greeting the newbie. That would freak me out. Unless you're Beyonce. I mean, really, you don't really want a big crowd. You know, you want to like, I just want to meet you. Okay, now I'm ready to meet you. And I think as humans, we just need to be a little more patient. And, um, and if there is a snark or something, screaming, making fast gestures, speaking in a higher voice is going to put like gasoline on the fire. So I'm very calm when I'm with a pack because they're feeding off my energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We say that a lot. This is well, my I'm... orange girl, Rosie. Oh, hi, Rosie. She's become an office cat lately. Yes. I will tell you, my little chihuahua lived so many years with 12 cats, anywhere from seven to 12 cats. We joked that she had an identity issue because <laughs> she really had no clue she was a dog. Uh, it was very confusing. But she literally, at one point or another, approached every single cat and said, will you play with me? And 11 out of 12 cats cuffed her upside the head. And she said, okay. And there's one Galway and they would roll on the floor. And I mean, it sounded like, oh, she would just her, her, her. And I would just laugh and think that cat could just take your life in a second. But okay, you feel like you're brave. You knock yourself out. But Sadie respected that. Like she only went to Galway and she left the others alone. There's some 
communication that I think we miss. And sometimes I think you saw it. You saw the slap. That was it. And sometimes a cat's got to cuff somebody upside the head and that's okay. Right? Yeah. Because don't just rush in because you can damage a budding friendship when cats are really, really playing, as you all know, they're mimes. They don't make sounds. They might pop you in the head, but they don't have claws out. If your kitty is on the floor with a puppy or a dog playing, that's a good sign because cats can jump the height of a giraffe. They can get out of dogs harm way. And so when a cat is on the floor in your living room with your dog, it's tempting, but watch because they're building a connection. This guy is Oliver. Oliver is my sister's dog and Oliver doesn't understand cats. So he wants to run to a kitty like Rusty or Casey and Casey, they go like, really? Pop. And then he sits down and he's like, I don't know what to do now. And then they do a little body uh, rub on him. And he's like, I just got kissed by a cat and I like it. (laughs) I love that. I know even with cats or cat insurers, we see pet parents rushing in a little bit too quickly sometimes because they think something's happening. We had a client send us three or four videos. They're still fighting. No, they weren't fighting. They were playing. Well, I'm going to bring Casey back to the lineup. He's in his favorite bed. Yes, by all means. My Rosie, I just took a shower, Rosie, and she's remarking me. Of course. She's got a first <laughs> set back. Look at this. Oh. It's, like a, it's like a cat statue being carried through. Like a turkey in the oven. There you go. There you go. There you go. When people get nervous about that physical cat stuff, I always tell them to go spend some time with a mama and her babies. Because if a mama cat were human, CPS would be called so fast. She is just smacking them little buddies around and just, but she's teaching them. She's not harming them. It's just cats, right? I mean, look at Casey. He's in the meatloaf position. So his front legs tucked in. He has no dilated pupils. His whiskers are relaxed. His ears are curiously up. And he's two inches away from the ears of Miss Jeannie. Sit down, baby. I love that all the dogs know not to run after Casey. Yeah. And the other thing is, if you have a very playful dog, have things so that you change directions. So they go to chase the kitty, you toss a ball or some favorite toy of theirs in another direction. What? And it's, you know, distract, divert. That's a favorite technique of ours. Yes. Keep play mode. Keep the play mode going. But allow your cat to have cat trees, sturdy counters, places that they can go to that no dog can. Sorry to yes, make you yawn. The no dog Oliver. zone. And this little girl is smaller than a cat. This is Emma. Hi, Emma. What a cutie. Her favorite friend is our other orange cat, Ginger Boy, Rusty the Performer. And she play, play, plays, and they go under the bed, and they play, they jump on top of the bed, and Rusty puts that little circle mouth open and goes, (laughs) and he does, So that's one of your dogs. But there is no howling. There's no claws out. And I watch them, and I don't butt in. And I I know it's hard, but give it a little time. Obviously, if the cats were having any kind of, pupils dilated, stiffening of the body. I'm going to step in between and create a visual barrier 
or do something to distract. But I'm not going to scream and say, stop that. Yes. Because to a cat or a dog, especially a dog who's predator, you're hiding up their prey drive. And we don't yes. want to do that. Cats are prey and predators. They're a little confused. I'm a hunter and I'm <laughs> being hunted. Dogs are like, hunt, 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 hunt. So I am very cognizant of my actions in stopping what could be something bad. And just throwing a blanket over them or, or a laundry basket that's empty, something to cover and bleh. But don't do it too soon because, like you said, no, you could interrupt no, no, a budding no. friendship. When, when things are bad. Do not try to grab the dog by the collar or pick up the cat because you're going to lose <laughs> That's exactly. We always tell people to one of the keys is to have good control over your dog. So he doesn't chase the cat. Is that a true statement? Yes, because you can have them on a a leash and a harness and you can just step on the slack of the lead that stops them in their tracks and that keeps you safe. Kitties always should have escape routes, always should have the ability to say, I'm done. Yes, I'm stopping. But we can have more control of the movement of a dog and dogs want to please. And so they're learning from you. Hey, there goes Casey. Hey, I got to kind of pay attention to what the rules of the house are. Now, Casey, just Casey, Casey, Casey. Hi. Did he decide he wanted to be alone? Yeah. Casey's on the top of my desk hutch right now where there is, of course, a cat bed because there's cat beds everywhere in the small office. Because with cats, you never force, you always negotiate. Famous line from Dr. Elizabeth Colloran, the past president of the American Academy of Feline Practitioners, one of my favorite mentors. So Casey's up there. I'm not going to go and get Casey down. Let him sit up there. If he wants to come back, I can lure him with a treat or something. But I want Casey to feel safe and also more powerful than a dog. So I'm letting him win. We had a session one day and the people had a medium to large-ish dog and a couple of cats and the cats aren't really getting along. There's some peeing. So she's taking us with her phone upstairs to show us where the pee spot is. And she says, "Uh uh-oh. And the two cats are facing off and, oh, the body language is yelling. We're about to blow. And we watched the dog walk over and stand in between them like the great wall and said, no block and we died laughing That's and it awesome. made such an impact on us yeah it did. that was purposeful right this one right here is kona pet safety dog kona kona i think in her previous life was a school hall monitor she does not like strife in or stress in the house she has finally learned when the cats are playing but she'll go and just jump and sit and stand between them. And the two cats are like, we were just playing. <laughs> oh, down. Much like, yeah, but much like that dog. So there are some dogs that love cats and they want the cats to be happy. And, yeah. and every night Kona gets kissed on the head by our 18-year-old kitty cat, Mikey. It's a ritual oh. on the couch. And she just just leans in. So, you know, I'm just telling you, I've had cats and dogs all my life. I love them both because each in their own way is making me a better human. 
You're right. They are such completely different animals. It's funny because when people talk about cats, they're always comparing them versus dogs. And it's like, nah, honey, that isn't even apples and oranges. That's like apples and bodies of water. They're so different. That was good, Linda. Yeah. I uh, When I give behavior talks, I like to say that dogs put the D in drool, the O in obey, the G in goofy, and the S in seconds, please. But cats... <laughs> Cats put the C in candid, the A in attitude, the T in tenacious, and the S in so what? Yeah, that is so true. So true. We have to take a a pause for our sponsor. So let's go ahead and do that. And I want to come back and Art, I want to ask you about specific breeds of dogs that we have to be extra careful with or maybe not. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? Kitty Poo Club has solved the stink. And now the worst part of cat ownership is hassle-free. No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. And the best thing is you don't have to buy some oversized contraption that will break down. Kitty Poo Club litter boxes are manufactured to make your life easier. You have one cat? Easy peasy. A small mountain lion? No problem. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Believe me, there are good reasons why we sold over 3 million boxes. Go to kittypooclub.com, read the amazing reviews, and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com. Use code MEOW30 at checkout and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back with 19 Cats and Counting, my BFF and... Rider die Linda Hall and the possum Arden Moore, who knows more about cats and dogs than I've ever forgotten. <laughs> that. Tell us when you have certain breeds of dogs, are there extra things you need to be wary of? Because I know they all have different temperaments in some ways. Yeah, different temperaments. Oh. You need to know that genetics as well as the environment are big influencers in how a cat or a dog behaves. We don't have a lot of control over genetics. They're born this way. And with dogs versus cats, we have manipulated to the point that we have over 215, 20 different dog breeds, depending on whether American Kennel Club or whatever. So mankind has really fiddled with the genes of man's best friend, the dog, because they want them to herd. They want them to protect. They want them to run. So they've done that. So that's, I wanted to get that out there. For cats, there's only about 40 some kitty breeds out there. But the difference is most of us have mutt cats. Most of us, 90 some percent of households don't have a purebred cat. So there's number one. Number two, yes. Uh, If you have a herding dog like a corgi a border collie an australian shepherd they are hardwired to bring sheep cattle your children the cat from point a to point b because that's what genetics tell them to do 
And that could cause a little bit of a ruckus with a kitty. Years ago, I did have a corgi named Jazz. And he tried to herd my cat, Murphy. And Murphy went slap, stop, stare. And I know that corgi brain was going to have smoke coming out of the ears because he's like, well, sheep and cattle, my ancestors were able to herd. Why can't I herd this cat? So that's one group. There are also dogs that are hunting dogs that in some instances, they're going after prey. So beagles, uh, foxhounds, things like that. But then you've got a dog like Jeannie. Jeannie has, well, the most airplane-like ears on the planet. <laughs> and she has beagle in her. She has terrier in her. If you are a squirrel or a bird, sorry, in her younger days, you were, you were toast. Yeah. But from a young age, she was in the home with cats. So she developed an alliance with cats and didn't regard them as prey. When you go to adopt a dog at a shelter and you've got cats in your home, really work with the shelter people to see, have they been fostered in homes with cats and dogs? How do they get along? Or if it's a situation where a cat and a dog, their owner is no longer in the picture, if you can, try to keep that set together and adopting them together. If you have dogs only and you're bringing a cat, get a cat that's pretty much savvy to dogs. Give you an example. We brought in, after 10 years on the streets, Baxter, this tuxedo fluffy cat. Somebody dumped him, I guess. And the weather here in Texas is either too hot or too cold. And we looked at each other and said, we got to adopt this cat. Because every time we took a walk, a dog walk, Baxter would walk with us on the walk. Ooh, he chose you. And you knew he was going to fit in. He's fine with cats, right? And but dogs. He is now 100% indoor, no longer community cat, Love and it. living the life of Riley with our dog cat household. So choose carefully. Take your time. You're going to have this cat, this dog, longer than maybe your car, maybe your spouse, maybe your job. So there's no rush. There's no rush. And I'm sorry I went on, but I hope that no, answered that was your perfect. Uh, no, we want to hear you. Yes, you know, your point of view because Linda and I each grew up with a dog, but uh, we're not dog savvy as far as multiples go. And you know, we know enough to tell people to take control of your dog and all that. But the little nuances. Now I forgot what I was going to yeah. ask you. <laughs> it's it's different when you're living with it, and I'll tell you. My girlfriend Cheryl came to visit one day and brought her um, Australian her Australian Shepherd Sophie. May she rest in peace. And Sophie lost her ever loving mind. There's kids. There's adults. You know, it's used to just one other dog and mom, right? There's kids. There's other adults. There's like I don't know how many cats at the time. There's a Chihuahua. And I, you know, the cats were going crazy. So I had to put a baby gate up on the stairs and put their stuff upstairs. So Soph couldn't get them. I think Soph needed therapy after that visit. She had a complete nervous breakdown, not being able to. Do so it wasn't fair to her either. Well, and she lives with boy. cats too. So she was used to those cats letting her herd them. Yes. Those cats, they, they had an understanding and, but it was like two or three cats. And then she came in here and went, Oh man, I got a job to do. And then she had a nervous breakdown. So 
you you brought up something really good and um people know we get stressed out but our dogs our cats also can get stressed out as a speaker for fear free i really encourage your your loyal listeners and viewers to go to fearfreehappyhomes.com there are articles there are videos there are graphics and a lot of it is there's some things i've written about cats and dogs and how to set everyone up for success because when you're stressed you're not thinking clearly you're not digesting properly and you really don't get to make maybe smart decisions so our role as the pet parents is to try to mitigate rising stress in you your dog your cat it's for all i remember what my question was before when we we're talking about breeds we get a lot of people who they're moving in with their spouse or they're getting married, they're blending households. They don't have a choice to what the dog breed is because it's already there, right? I know with cats, one of the first things to do is, you know, separate them with a screen door, baby gate, let them see each other. Does that method also work for dogs in this kind of case? Well, the main thing is priority to cats safety. So read the cat and make sure the cat isn't puffed up between a screen and a Rottweiler. Maybe the kitty needs to be in a room for a little bit to smell the rotty. And you know, cross-pollination, you know, having you take something to rub on the dog, on the cat, back and exchanging scents because their noses are so much better than ours is really important. And you need to know with the dog, what are their motivations for compliance? Are they super treat-oriented? Are they super toy-oriented? use these high-grade treats or favorite toys judiciously so they're only being doled out or played with when a cat is in the presence because then the dog is going to start associating oh you know what some pretty cool things happen when that cat comes around yes and so set them up for success you're absolutely right you get married you live in with your boyfriend girlfriend whatever and pets are very much part of the family that's why when I got married, we call ours, we put them all together, the furry Brady Bunch. Yes, I love that. It is our job to make sure everyone, yours, mine, and ours, are feeling loved, feeling mentally and physically enriched, and getting times to be by themselves. All of the above. I think sometimes, at least in our experience, dogs can be, can be, easier to integrate than cats can be not always no because cats don't often see them as fighting for their same resources right this dog does not have interest in my litter box although occasionally that's an issue but that's another story <laughs> no, they're more looking for snacks if they're going to the litter box ew <laughs> so a cat a dog yeah i mean that's why we have a gate up right now so casey can get in the litter box but oliver cannot <laughs> Yeah, yes, exactly. It's important. 100%, yeah. Maybe put the food up, you know, if, if our little Sadie's a chihuahua, so she's not really concerned about their food. But if, you know, somebody comes to visit and has a bigger dog, a food goes up on a dresser or counter or somewhere that the dog can't get it so the cats can still get it. Respecting their resources and letting them know that this dog isn't going to mess with them because some big dogs will come in and wipe it out. You want to make it nirvana. And so feeding six pets a day, two dogs, four cats, Everything is done in the laundry room with all the bowls all ready to go. One cat is a maniac, Rusty. He goes, one bowl comes out. He flies down the hallway to the spare bathroom where he has a food mat. 
He eats there with the light on, door shut. The next two bulls come out for Casey and old man Mikey. They're on cat trees facing opposite ways, sturdy but elevated and peace. Fourth bull comes out to Baxter, the community cat alum, who gets to eat in a spare bedroom. And then finally, patient Kona and Emma, my dogs, are fed on either side of the floor of the kitchen island, which creates a visual barrier. And I hang out. And when they're all done, I pick up every bowl, clean, put away. Because an empty bowl can start a food fight, especially with dogs. Yeah, that is yes. true. I've seen that at my mom's house. She's got uh, five dogs and they have to physically separate them uh, at mealtime for that reason and pick up all the bowls. Do you imagine if you were eating your birthday dinner, happy birthday a couple days late, um, Rita? Thank you. And somebody was like, you're going to eat that? 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 And your stomach is churning and they steal your fries. And you're like, really? That's not fun. Somebody would get whacked. I'm a cat. They get yes. whacked in the face. They're either going to have a fight or they're going to leave. And then they're not getting good nutrients. Yeah. Meal time needs to be namaste. It needs to be whew, exhale. Let everybody eat in peace and then pick up the bowls, clean them and get them out of sight. Now, Thank the worst you. thing I've seen is somebody, remember somebody sent us a video. They had three cats in two food bowls. What the ever-loving heck? Uh -huh. I have 16 cats. I put down six. Actually, I put down 21 food bowls just because I have yeah. some that will follow me. <laughs> I'll, I'll eat in that room with you. Well, and that, there's an old school idea that we mention in just about every session of start beating your cats this far apart bring them closer 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 and my response to that is always no one needs to be that close to your face unless you're having a makeout session with them and you get to choose who that is no one is getting that close to your ah. face especially if i'm nervous about them right freddy krueger's come to visit hey come right here i don't want you in my face no you're, you're not going to keep eating your spaghetti if freddy krueger's there right no i'm watching freddy I analogies these are perfect these are perfect that you say. that's how my brain works my brain works in analogies it's, it's how right. i relate that's why you're our sparkle and i'm the business person i have the sparkle to, and i'm the straight man i have to be able to personally understand so i have to find a way to relate it to myself and feel it do i feel comfortable with this you know but you're I, I a cat always, yeah, I always joke, you know, walk a mile in your cat's paws. You know, just put yourself in that position, find something relatable and see how you feel about it. And if you're uncomfortable, abort, okay? It's not a good plan. I don't know many indoor cats that walk a mile, but <laughs> I would say yes to that, you know. Well, the older they get, the less they walk. Go from one bed to another. It's a long distance of several feet and go to nap. Yeah, I, I get it. I think the thing is, we we need to stay in our lane. We are humans. Kitties are cats. Doggies are dogs. And we got to respect each species. And what can we do to bring out the best? So can I shamelessly hold up something to books? Of course you can. Absolutely. Yes, oh, we love your books. Honey, we endorse everything. These books came out earlier this year, the Cat Behavior Answer Book. I have your old version. I have to get the new one. I, I have the old one in the spiral. 80% new content. Yes, I'm going to get that. The Dog Behavior Answer Book, and I got Kona on the cover. We have a lot of fear-free things. A lot has happened since my original books came out 15 years ago. 
So my publisher is like, oh, just do like 20% new. I'm, I'm reading my own words. And I'm like, nope, we don't do that anymore. We don't do that anymore. So these are 80% new content. I'm getting, I'm going to get both of those because these days we're getting more and more dog, pe- dog and cat people calling. We need to know more about our Yes, dogs. that that is a hundred percent true. I will tell you too, the book you wrote, well, the book, Sa, you wrote for children. Oh, we're so, too. we were just discussing these. Was it you on know, our live? Yes. Yes. Yeah, she's I showing it. The cats and a kid's kind of dogs are in. I had mine up here the other day. I don't know where it went. And are in their fifth printing in two years. Wow. I have never had a, these books sell so well. I should have been writing to kids all along. Ladies. Right? But I have I, the cat I, one. I'm going to have to buy the dog. We were discussing this, I think, in our live last Wednesday. We were talking yeah. about you. That's we were talking I, about you. I held it up. And I don't know where it went. I know. And we were talking about the book. It is written so that children can understand it, but it is not sure written. I got Luffy likes her food. There you go. It wasn't written like that. It wasn't written juvenile. Like It wasn't talking yeah, talk yes. down. Yes adults could get a lot out of this book did you get them signed by me or did you buy them we bought ours honey i Mine signed. Think... oh me now i have to look it's not at my bookshelf now i gotta I look I, I did send it so okay no sh- she sent us because oh, she okay. sent us okay then i'll take it yeah. back All right. do me a favor send me your addresses and i'll send you the cat and the dog behavior books oh bless uh, you before i go to europe on monday so you got to do it quick because i'm gone we for two will weeks. do it quick going I to europe to i'm it. jelly i know L- linda you're coming down here or you're getting sort of a trip yes <laughs> look out south carolina we're gonna I be know. together in the I'd same rather, house i'd rather be going to paris with you Arden. yeah it'll, it'll be fun it's my oldest sister karen it's a dream vacation. She's never been out of the United States. And uh, so, yep, I'm That's taking great. my oldest sister to Europe. You're going to fall in love with all the dogs and cats over there. I am. How many can I fit in my suitcase? No, don't put your right? cat in your suitcase. I was kidding. Do not do it. People Somebody do this. Did, that. did you see the x-ray? Somebody actually put their cat in the suitcase and they found it at the airport. They put the suitcase oh, through x-ray. No. There was the cat. That's sad. Going yeah. through baggage. Can you even imagine? They're my family members, and I'm going to miss them, but I, I would endanger them to try to sneak them on an international flight. Julie will send your pictures, right? Yeah. Casey the cat has been on an airplane and in a car to teach pet first aid and behavior 15 different states now. Wow. He's a well-traveled cat. Does he handle the travel well? Very well. Very yeah. well. He's like a mime in his carrier in the plane. And in the back seat in his carrier, he sometimes says, now I said, like, are we almost there again? But <laughs> Just nothing like irritating. And he will use the litter box at 70 miles an hour. To yeah. which my dog and I look at our noses and we're like, we got to pull over. That's amazing. I think I've only flown once with a cat. And it was when I uh, brought Karma home from the Carolinas. And she was, she was so silent and so well-behaved. I was in shock. And a lady came over to me while I was waiting for a connecting flight. And she said, I kept seeing your lips moving and I thought you were crazy and talking to yourself. There is a cat in there. It's so quiet. (laughs) Well, I am also crazy and I do also talk to myself. But no, I was actually talking to the cat. (laughs) As you can see, uh, anybody that's seen the video of this, the dogs are out. They're, They're in a dog nap. And that's because they feel safe. They feel loved. And there's no stinginess about resources. 
There's plenty to go around. That's and Casey's stupid. napping above because he's the king. But his paws are out. He's relaxed. You know, so you look for those kinds of signs. Things are working a little bit at a time. You cannot make a cat and dog like each other overnight. And there are situations where cats and dogs would may never be friends, again, due to genetics and some past experiences. But you can do some sort of co-op living and make it work. And you guys are fans of catios. I'm big fans of catios. Yes, yes, yes. In fact, ours is called the Petio because it has things in there for cats and dogs and a couple of seats for us to watch TV when the weather isn't blazing My hot. kitten just came streaking through. Good job. So, you know, you, you look at those kind of things, little resources that makes the noodle work, make that brain work and your cat, your dog, snuffle mats, you know, those are really cool. They can hunt for something. And I'm just saying, just you're kind of the benevolent leader and a referee. Yes. But you don't need to blow a whistle loud. Oh, exactly. That's only going to make things worse. We've seen it yeah. over and over. If your animals feel secure, it's more more likely than not that they will learn to at least peacefully coexist. That's what we always aim for. If there's friendship, that's a bonus. You know, I have three siblings and we are all very different people, but we get along and we're not clones of one another. And that's okay. Right. Because I don't think the world can handle more than one Arden. Exactly. And who wants that? I mean, I live with me. I don't need more of me. Uh, I, I like me, but, you know, I look for difference. But, you know, I mentioned that Sadie only can play with Galway. That doesn't mean the other cats hate Sadie. They just leave each other don't alone want and peacefully engage. coexist. They just don't want to mess with her. So, yeah. I hate that we have to wrap up, but we, we do. But of course, I want Arden, I want you to give us the last words of wisdom before I sign us off. We're ready. I got to say, please go to Ardenmore.com. If you're interested in first aid, I make classes fun with Kona and Casey, a cat and a dog, pet first aid for you. And please follow me on YouTube, Ardenmore and Four-Legged Life. And I just want you to know you can be a beautiful, better person if you give a dog and cat in your life a chance to teach you some good things and i am blessed to have kona casey emma mikey baxter and did i miss one Uh oh probably it's hard when you have so many believe me I get yeah there's there's uh, baxter mikey rusty and casey kitty cats and emma and kona and then occasional visits by the canine cousins Jackson, Jeannie, and Oliver. Okay. Oh, you it. got them all. That was good. <laughs> so just be patient. Watch them. Keep them safe. Have some resources. And always let the cat be able to leave the scene. Give yes. them mm -hmm. opportunities to have safe exits. I hope that helps. I don't know. There you go. Yes. And I really both for being a chance to be on your show. You guys are kicking tail. You're making this a better planet for cats and their people. And I really am honored to be a guest on your show. Oh, well, we're honored to have you. We just, from the first moment we saw you at that pet sending convention, we were like, she's got to be our friend. <laughs> True story. I was like, Rita, she needs to be my friend. I, we have to. And so that Rita was brave and approached Arden and asked her to lunch. And she was like, sure, cool. Let's go. And it's, I, I yeah. had the brave moment. Linda was the chicken. What happened there? 
I don't know. Well, like I said, I will get you copies autographed Thank of you. the dog behavior and the cat behavior answer books to you too. Um, and please let your fans know about them. They're on Amazon. We most definitely Absolutely. will. Thank you. We do. We always tell them we read everything everybody writes because no one person knows it all. And we um, learn from you all the time and we are we grateful do. for it. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. I hope you have a wonderful time in Europe. I know you'll miss your cats and dogs, but they'll be well cared for. Linda Hall. Linda's having a rough week. We'll be talking about that on our next podcast. I can't wait to see you. <laughs> Sunday, just a couple days. I'm going to cry right here. And of course, I have to thank Mark Winter for giving us this spot on Pet Life Radio. I know he's making us sound so good. And our sponsor, Kitty Poop Club. We adore you too. Amen. Thank you so much. And remember, every day is Catter Day. See you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.